from the Summer Skate Studios. This is Analytics and Eyeballs, brought to you by Top Golf. At every Top Golf, it's about fun, climate-controlled bays, increased safety measures with your choice of games, as well as our sports bar and restaurant. See your local Top Golf Center or to topgolf.com. San Diego State University. Building the foundations of something bigger at the top college hockey program in California. Go to sdsuhockey.com to find out how you can be a part of it on and off the ice. Buy summer skates, shower shoes, and koozies customized for yourself or your entire team. Caesars Entertainment Resorts and Casinos. From coast to coast and beyond, wherever you need to be, Caesars has a destination that suits your style. Central Oklahoma University Hockey. Go to UCLHockey.com to follow the two-time ACHA M1 National Champions as they look to add a third championship banner to the rafters. Jets Pizza. With six different styles of pizza and eight different types of crust to go with all of our fresh toppings, you can let your pizza cravings run wild. By Toyota. See the dealers that support hockey in your community for your next car. Peterson Toyota in Fort Collins, Colorado. Desert Toyota in Tucson, Finlay Toyota in Las Vegas, and Toyota of the Desert in Cathedral City, California. By M-Drive, our boost and burn is specifically designed to help you get active, get lean, burn fat. Get yours today at mdriveformen.com. University Hockey, 20 years of the action you crave, only faster. Jesse Ray's Barbecue. Award-winning barbecue for your next catered event at 5611 South Valley View Boulevard in Las Vegas or 308 North Boulder Highway in Henderson. Analytics and Eyeballs from the Summer Skate Studios is a part of the IcetimeHockeyWest.com network. Here are your hosts, Scott Strandy and Paul Hornstein. All right. Well, welcome in, hockey fans. It's Monday night, which means it is time for Analytics and Eyeballs. And I can't hear anything, so let me try to figure out what's going on with my headset here as uh yeah that's not uh favorable for any stretch of the imagination well to not be able to hear what's going on uh but anyway i am uh, podcasting uh from a parking lot as i generally do when i'm in arizona i get out and about so uh that's where i'm at my coast is always Paul, which i won't be able to hear um I believe he's in well, Long Island or on Long Island, New York. So, yeah, I Paul, mean, how are you? I'm fine. I can hear you. Um, I, I, I assume that uh, your headphones are working. Ah, uh, uh, yeah. Now, now I can hear you. They're getting there a little better go. now. Yeah, I can you hear go. you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's it's just a little technical difficulties that we got to do every now and then. And, and now they're working great. So there you go. That's cool. Awesome. We love uh, it. All right. Last night, we had a great show. We had uh, we Lior uh, Strom uh, with us, and uh, we didn't get a chance to talk about anything except stuff with Lior. So we got all kinds of numbers to talk about tonight. Uh, I mentioned it uh, earlier. I said, you know, we're going to have a big show tonight um, about numbers, and indeed we are. Um, there's so many things to talk about. It's coming down to the uh, regular season stretch run, if I can say that, and uh a big okay, series you want. this weekend right here in front of me, Paul, at uh, Mullet Arena again. I can't believe how many times I've said that this season. Well, I, I, I don't think there's any question. Um, there are other series this weekend that are big series. Um, you know, we could sit there and... Kalamazoo, Michigan, for chance? Um, eh, maybe. I don't know boring stuff yeah I mean, yeah whatever i mean possibly who knows um what could possibly be on on, on ropes on and arena there? possibly uh yeah what could possibly be on the line for any of these you know it's just routine stuff but no i know Nothing, nothing's on the line for the minnesota golden gophers though they got the big 10 clinched yeah so rit is is won the regular season for atlantic hockey quinnipiac has won the regular season uh, in the ECAC, um, I know we joke around, uh, but you know Denver has a chance. They need four points this weekend to clinch the, the conference, um, which means basically they need a split. 
Um, you know, unless the the only way Western has a chance to win the the, the conference is to is to sweep Denver, and those things are hard enough to do normally. And now, yes, Western Michigan is playing at home, and they're playing, but um, they are playing Denver, and. You know, if if the situation was reversed and they were playing at Magnus, it'd be the same thing. Um, you know, regardless of what any of us might individually think of Western Michigan and, you know, where they should be ranked or how good or how not good they are, the fact is they are scoring a lot of goals. They're probably the most uh, goals scored in the country per game. So they're dangerous. Um, and, you know, but Denver is just Denver. Um, and there's <laughs> pairwise. Denver is just Denver? Well, that, yeah, they're, just, they're, they're the defending champs, and they're oh, deep, okay. and they go four lines. And... Okay, the way you said that, Denver is Denver. I was going like, um, no, they're the defending champions. They've won nine times that uh, a coveted award which is right. the national championship trophy and they're looking to get another one. Yeah, yeah, we we I I know. Well, so is everybody else. Yeah, I get it, but this one is symbolic. The first one to 10. Really? I mean it don't it won't mean anything for real. It'll just be a symbol. <laughs> no. This just means more to the Denver Pioneers and maybe a lot of other teams that are just trying to win another one. Or how you about know, just one? Yeah, or yeah. Okay. Well, it means a lot to those people too, but Okay, this, I just, this team I just, is, just call her. This team is ready to go. They'll, uh, they'll. I think they'll get it done. Well, uh, listen, will they get what? Get the four points this weekend, or get a split and make sure that the. Uh, well, you know, I think I think they're going to come out a little angry again. I don't think they like their performance on Saturday night. I don't think they like giving up six goals. I don't think they liked having to battle back and still come up one short. So I think they're going to have a little attention to detail. May I say? when they uh, hit the ice this week. And uh, we'll look at trying to do some damage up at Lawson and show everybody there that, you know, this isn't a kryptonite for the Denver right. Pioneers and that they can go up there and get something done. Well, listen, I mean. And let's not forget, they got Hobie Baker. I mean, uh, sorry, not Hobie Baker, Hobie Thompson. Oh, geez, <laughs> stop it. Just stop it. Aiden, Hobie Thompson. Just Can you no. imagine how good his Just numbers would no. be had he been able to start the season like everybody else? Just but no. he was injured. And now it's he's pouring it on. No. 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 <laughs> no. What are you going to do? Talk about Caden the Sponge and Barrico? No. 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 I, I got to come up with one for no, Johnny you know, Sorensen. Because you don't. You don't have to come up with any. I'm going to see nonsense. Johnny on Wednesday and uh, do a little feature with him um, either before or after practice. Nate said, we'll, we'll figure it out, either one. Um, but but that just lets you know that the Fairbanks Nanooks are going to be in town on Wednesday at 2.35, I think they go on the ice for a practice. So they are serious. Right. They are serious about this contest this week, and they're going to practice Wednesday. They're going to practice Thursday. They're going to have a morning skate Friday. Um they, they they know what's at stake. And, uh, you know, I know there's a lot of other big games, but I'm sorry. I'm still gravitating to that because what a story that is. Well, because it's, first of all, it's, 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 these are life and death games for Fairbanks. They don't have a conference tournament. Got four left. It sees two and then two more at home against you Lindenwood. Know, That's that. it. I, I know that. That's my point. That's why, that's what makes these games bigger you know bigger than 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 the other games because this this is the NCAA tournament for Fairbanks yeah it really is and we'll find out like i said they're coming to town early uh, i believe tomorrow night we're going to have coach brown uh joining us on this very podcast on the Tuesday night uh, college hockey west weekly so we'll look forward to having that. And, of course, I'm going to sit down, like I said, with Johnny Sorensen, another Minnesota great. <laughs> oh. 
uh, I'm telling you though, that kid has made the difference and, and I'll embarrass him and, and, and make him feel like, um, he, he needs to continue to be as humble as he is. But anyway, that, that, that's for Wednesday and put up on the, on the, uh, website by the end of the week, I'm sure. So anyway, oh. um, all kinds of good stuff coming up. We talked about Denver going to Lawson. We have Fairbanks coming here to Arizona state. Um, we have North Dakota going down to uh, Robeson. Yeah. I mean, you got that going on this week. Um, St. Cloud and Omaha. Cause these are also big for pairwise implications. Oh, they're huge. They're huge. You know, um, North Dakota and, is still kind of on the outside looking in on the, on, like on the edge of things. Maybe. I, the I think only they're way they're far. getting in is to, yeah, I think they're too far gone. Stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I think they're too far gone, which, uh, by the way, North Dakota needs to win the, uh, at least one of these games to stay eligible. Unless they win the frozen face off. Well, right. I mean, you know, to stay at 500. Yeah. Yeah. I get that. So that being said, Paul, let's let's jump into those pairwise rankings before we get to your Super 16, which I think is sensational again today. Um, but uh, the pairwise rankings say it's Minnesota, Quinnipiac, Michigan, and Denver. Last night we snuck it in uh, towards the end of the show, but tell everybody, Paul, where you think those four teams are going to end up, what regions. Well, we, it's pretty obvious that Minnesota is going to end up in Fargo. Because I don't think anybody can catch them in the pairwise. Me, I mean, I don't think Quinnipiac uh, has enough left. But I don't think it matters because no, because they'll send Quinnipiac to Bridgeport anyway. Exactly, exactly. So, as long as they're in the top four, they're, gonna be, um, they're going to be going to Fargo. Yep, and Quinnipiac will go to Bridgeport. Yeah. Okay. Um, so what about so Michigan then, and Denver? Where do you think they're going? I mean, I've seen written elsewhere that they would send Michigan to Manchester and Denver to Allentown. Um, I, I mean, I guess you can do that if you're trying to protect. Mi- Are you telling Michigan. me that I have to go to Allentown? Can I, uh, I'm just saying if you're going to, uh, I don't know what it, it's just the luck of the draw that this is where the regionals are. Uh, if Michigan is truly a one seed, why should it matter that they have to play the two seed on, uh, in, in, that's just the way it is. Okay. So, so you, know, you think, uh, what, what does Paul well, Hornstein think? think? Where that, do you think they're I mean, going? If you, if you did it smart, I mean, Michigan is, is in the big 10 Pennsylvania, is, you know, Penn state is in the big 10. If you're trying to maximize ticket sales. I mean, could you get people to, to go to Manchester from Ann Arbor? Probably. But I don't know if you're trying to. I mean, like you could make the it's argument. It's familiarity that's too, right? It is. Yeah. It's, yeah. I mean, it's familiarity with Big Ten country as opposed I, I to think, uh, Manchester, New Hampshire. Yeah. I mean, I think that. Uh, so that would leave I mean, the I Denver Pioneers on the rest of the ba- on the rest of the bracket, but <laughs> right, um, you know, if you did it, I mean, like I said, the three four spot, we, we, we're pretty the the first two spots are easy, and I guess, you know, if you were going to switch something around, I guess it would depend on the matchups, and right now, uh, Denver would play uh, Omaha. The way it's set up now, so I don't, I don't know if that's if it's even an issue. Um, the issue is whether or not you're going to put Penn State, Michigan in the same bracket in the same regional. Well, well, would you put Denver and Omaha? Couldn't do that either. Well, they can't play in the first round. True. So it's interesting. We'll we'll find out. But that's where we think they are is Minnesota, Fargo, Quinnipiac, Bridgeport, Michigan at Allentown, Denver at Manchester, New Hampshire. That'll be ironed out here in about a month. But um, 
In the meantime, they that's a thing. I'll, I'll read through the rest of the pairwise, Paul, because this is where it gets really interesting starting at five. Well, St. Cloud, Western Michigan, Penn State, Ohio State, Boston University, and Harvard rounding out the top 10. Let me ask you this. Let's say that St. Cloud does, quote, unquote, the unthinkable and moves into that top four. Where's St. Cloud going? Because their proximity to, to Fargo is much closer. Well, not much, but 60 miles closer than uh, the Minnesota Gophers. Okay, well, first of all, why is it unthinkable? That they're going to move up and bump somebody out? Yeah, they were. They, who would who they it's bump out? That. I don't think they're bumping Denver out. Well, it would either have to be Denver or Michigan. Yeah, I don't think they're bumping Denver out. I'll just tell well, you right now. And I don't think they're going to bump Michigan either, to be honest with you. Well, then they're, then, they're, then they're staying where they are. Or dropping. They could drop. Well, they could drop, yeah. They could. And then you also have West. I mean, listen, we're, we're, we're splitting hairs here because Denver's playing Western Michigan this weekend. Right? So that's going to change that. And St. Cloud is playing at Omaha this weekend, so there goes that too. Right, so the top four teams, basically, uh, according to the pairwise, playing each other in the you know the top four teams according to the pairwise uh, in the NCHC are playing. So there could be a lot of. <laughs> I haven't even got the tournament time yet. <laughs> there could be a lot of movement, especially in that five to eight range. Because okay, so so let's get to the part that's really interesting. And that, of course, even through, what, 15, 16, 17, where we want to go. But here they are. 11, Michigan Tech. 12 is Minnesota State. 13 is Omaha. Right. 14 is Northeastern. Actually, right. it's a tie. Northeastern, Cornell, and Notre Dame are all tied for the 14th spot, followed by guess yeah. who? The Alaska Nanooks. Well, at 17, like Michigan State at 18, Merrimack at 19. Paul, uh, you know my issues. Michigan State, 16, 16, and 2. Notre Dame, 14, 14, and 4. Right. Um, don't know how well, they get ahead of the team. It's 18, 10, and 2. Well, once again, you know. <laughs> I know. It's a computer. Strength, <laughs> of computer. strength of schedule and your opponent's opponents. I mean, that's just the way it is. The fact of the matter is, both of those teams could play themselves out regardless of where they are on the pairwise. For the non-500 record. Correct. So, I mean, you have that too. Um, Notre Dame is playing at Michigan this weekend. Um, if Notre Dame Yikes. doesn't... If Notre Dame doesn't Notre Dame gets swept, and basically, they will ha they would have to get to the Big Ten championship game just to get over five hundred. Yeah, that's interesting. And keep in mind, and, a and lack of split and if they split, and if they split right, and if they split, if they split, then uh, Notre Dame would have to at least get to the conference semifinals, which means winning the first round series on the road. Hello. That's a wake-up that, call. And it's not that they can't, but, you know. Um, but the teams that they're playing by the way, have something at stake, too. By the way, um, Notre Dame and, and, and Fairbanks, you know, the first tiebreaker head-to-head? -head? Nope, not good enough. They split. Yes, they did, so, and they split at Notre Dame, by the way. Split at Notre Dame, right. So, I mean... You're sitting there, and like I said, Michigan it, it could really knock Notre Dame out of, you know, any chance at an at-large bid, uh, depending on what happens this weekend. You know, Michigan and, State's and only got two ball. games. Yeah, Michigan <laughs> State's only got two games left in the con you know before the conference tournament, so. But but here's the thing. What what happens if Notre Dame gets hot? What happens if they knock off Michigan twice? What happens oh. to Michigan? Well, Michigan would drop, obviously. 
How far? Well, I don't know, but you would assume that Denver <laughs> passed them if, unless they get swept this weekend, too. Well, you'd assume they would have dropped one spot, but this is a computer we're talking about and quote-unquote strength of schedule. Yeah, but, <laughs> you know. A bunch of 500 teams. Anyway. So, I, I'm just, listen, these are, this is how close and how tight that is. You know what? I, I looked at the pairwise for a lot of years. I don't know that at this late in the season I've ever seen it quite this tight. I mean, when you're looking at the numbers, from where does it start, Paul? This 10 or 11 with Michigan State? Where, where do the numbers really get tight in your mind? They get tight with the Mavericks. And I would say the Omaha Mavericks, not the Minnesota State Mavericks. 13 through 20. Yeah. Especially, by the way, um, once you get to uh, Northeastern at 14 and down to, to, to Merrimack at 19. Yeah, very, we're talking... We're talking 0. 0.5371, 0. 0.5351, 0. 0.5347, 0. 0.5339, 0. Yep. 0.5315. I don't ever remember that. And, and I'll go even back to Northeastern at their point where they're at 0. 0.5382. I think anybody that's in the 0.53s, that's close. Yeah, well, and once again, Notre Dame has to win it. So does Michigan State. Michigan State's only got two games left. And once again, if they get swept... Like Notre Dame, uh, they would have to win their first round series just to be at 500 and would have to win in the same. They would have to get to the both of those teams would have to get to the conference championship game just to be eligible for an at large bid. More so, you know, especially Michigan State has only got two games left. Yeah, you're totally right. And was, as long as we're counting numbers here, uh, you know, 0. 0.6049 from Minnesota, they're they're pretty much one or two, as we yeah. 0.5949 for Quinnipiac, they're they're pretty much one or two. Yeah, they're, but they're then not, those guys aren't going anywhere. Uh, but then 0. 0.5742 for Michigan, 0. 0.5718 for Denver, uh, 0. 0.5683 uh, for Saint Cloud, 0. 0.5668, 0. 0.5648. 0.5627 that that group right there um three to eight boy that is really tight well i think i think that denver uh, and michigan are relatively safe for top seeds you say yeah i think they are i i, I could be wrong but i i I think they are. Well, I think Coach Carl will uh, tell his guys that they must win on the road. They must win well, these two games on the road. I, I, obviously, you tell them to win. But I think that uh, your goal is to just not get your goal is to not get swept. I mean, uh, to be honest, right? I mean. That's really the only thing that can damage you is a sweep because then you might not win the conference. So what you're telling me is there is a chance that Western Michigan could get to the number four spot? Um, uh, Give me a second here. We're going to find out something here. Okay, well, you're thinking on the air or whatever. Well, I'm not really thinking. I'm just trying to fill stuff out because. <laughs> All right. Well, you're filling something out while I'm on no. the air. <clears throat> oh, no, I'm still talking. I can't. I don't know okay. what the heck you want me to tell you. Oh, anyway. Uh, while, um, you're work, while you're working on that, um, right. I will tell the audience again that we have a new sponsor. We have a new partner coming on board. Do we? And that would be the Spaghetti Shack. And uh, I haven't finalized details yet because I know they've been really busy over there, Joey and the guys. Um, but I may be there tomorrow night to uh, to just sit in and do the podcast right. from the Spaghetti Shack. So if I do that, um, we'll invite some people down. Come on down and right. uh, and uh, give a gift card. How about let's, that? Let's let's just put it this way. Yeah, that's cool. You know, go there get some get yourself uh, 
think they have a couple of new menu items. All right, some yeah. garlic bread pizzas. Uh, I can right now that I'm going to go for the spaghetti and meatballs with a slice of garlic bread. I'll go. have that before the show starts. <laughs> <laughs> don't doubt that for a second. No, right? I, I don't doubt it at all. Um, if if both St. Cloud and Western sweep independent, you know, obviously this I'm not putting in all the games, but just based off the current results, both of those teams would move would move to four and five, and and Denver would drop down to eight. Oh, but obviously yikes. that's obviously that's only including those two series. But um, and, even and that's then, assuming that Denver would lose or get swept, right? Right. right. And Western sweeps at Omaha. So I mean, you're talking about <sighs> improbable. Again, uh, Den- Denver hasn't got sw- what do they get swept once this year? Maybe. Yeah, it was ugly too. It's ugly at UMass. Yeah, I mean, so what are they now? Uh, they and they did lose. They did get swept at St. Cloud, so they are going on the road. Yeah, that's four of their eight losses. Paul came to two teams. Um, uh, and they lost in overtime to St. Cloud at home. So obviously, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, that I matchup that hasn't been great for Denver, but. They're not playing St. Cloud. They're playing Western. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, and while Western is very season. potent, uh, I don't think they have the depth to match Denver. No. Well, that's the whole thing, right? And uh, I'm glad that that one is actually on actual television that I can see. Uh, they're the CBS Sports Net- Network Game of the Week. Oh, ho, ho. With our buddies Alex Heinert and Dave Starman. I appreciate that, but you're telling me you can't watch them on NCHC TV? Oh, it I just know... gives me no, no. It just gives me an extra screen. Oh, okay. <laughs> Check it. <laughs> Boy, that palatial estate—that must be something. I gotta get there and see what that, what yeah. that, what that um, war room looks yeah. like when everything's don't, going. All the TVs and computers and yeah, don't blink, you'll miss it. Oh, good. <laughs> Remind me to ask Chris Grando or Robert Master. Yeah, you keep about trying that, but I'm going to do that tomorrow, maybe. Anyway, you know, okay. So, I mean, um, so that's what's happening in the end of it. Do we want to look at the at the polls, or don't you even care? It's up to you. You're the one in charge. I just work here. Oh, you got? Do you have the polls? Do I have them? Yeah, you I have one in front them. of you. Okay, I always have them. Then you do the polls because I'm on. I'm casting from a parking lot. Are you? Well, didn't you print these out? <laughs> no. Where where do you think I'm where first of all, know. where do you <laughs> where do you think I'm gonna print it out? And second of all is I'm podcasting from a Toyota Corolla in the parking lot of a Safeway store. Right. <laughs> really? Yeah. And and I'm actually sneaking the Wi Fi off of the McDonald's, which is across the road from me. Really? <laughs> I don't know. You surprised at that or what? So I no, I don't no, I can't print anything. it out. And uh, with my eight phones, I've got things going on with all of them. I can't really? uh, keep everything up at one time. I've got, I've got sound uh, one. I've got all kinds of stuff going. On. I ain't got time for that. What do you got time for? Well, I had to bring dogs to the vet. <laughs> oh yeah, but you had time to print it out because you have a printer in your house. <laughs> uh, no, I don't print anything out. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I did actually I shouldn't say that. I did print out the pairwise to make it easier to look at things because I look at stuff better on paper than I do on a screen. Old. You're just old. Yeah, I am old. <laughs> this is not news. <laughs> not me. I'm a spring chicken. I, I I know that this is what you know, when you live that cushy king like life. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so give us a give us the top ten in the in the polls that you have in front of you. Um, I think they're all the same. Can we get all, do the top 16 since we're going to do the Super 16 after the break? Um, yeah, okay, whatever. Uh, that other maroon and gold team is first in both. Could it be By the way, folks, that would be University of Minnesota. Is it? Yeah, whatever. Who cares? Um, Denver is third in both. Michigan is fourth in both. Western is five in both. Uh, St. Cloud is six in both. Uh, this is where it starts to... To separate a little bit, 
One has Ohio State, BU, Harvard, and Penn State in that order in the top 10 to finish out the 10. Um, and, uh, the other poll has the, the um, seven is Harvard, Ohio State, BU, and Penn State. So the same schools, just in a slightly different order. So All right, here comes the good part. Give us 11 through 16. All right, in... in uh, you can quote, say quote, the damn poll name. <laughs> yeah, I can. Okay. Yeah, well, fine. In the, it, fine, whatever. In the uh, USA Hockey Magazine poll, uh, 11 Michigan Tech, 12 Minnesota State, 13 Cornell, 14 Northeastern, 15 Omaha, 16 Merrimack. Okay. And in the USCHO poll? 11 Michigan Tech. 12 Minnesota State. I think that's the same in both. Yeah. Uh, 13 Cornell. Once again, the same. 14 in that poll is Omaha. And Northeastern is 15, where they have that the other way around in in the USA Hockey Magazine poll. And 16 is UConn, uh, as opposed to Merrimack, uh, which is reversed in that poll. So, I mean, it's pretty much... Um, the same in the last. So what you're three. saying is the pollsters looked at the pairwise and put them down. Eh, a little, but not necessarily. <laughs> no, because they they tilted a few of them in their favor. Um, whoever covering or whoever they see the most. I, I don't know how much everybody sees in the first. <laughs> Good point. Point. Um, so anyway, that takes care of the polls and the pairwise. Undoubtedly, everybody on pins and needles to hear the Super 16, but you're going to have to wait just a bit longer because we got to hear from some of our partners, and then we'll come back and tell you all. Yeah, can't wait to see. And I mean, all about the Super 16 in just a few minutes. So you're a few weeks into the season, and that brand new equipment bag is starting to get kind of funky. Those sweaties and pads, yuck. Well, there's only so much you can do about it. But when that new pair of summer skates starts to pick up that scent, that's easy. Our customizable shower shoes go right into the washing machine, then air dry overnight, and they're ready for the next shift at the rink. Customizable for your team or with your favorite player's name and number, summer skates, the ultimate hockey player's footwear, are perfect for players in the desert or even for just wearing around the house. Head to IcetimeHockeyWest.com and click on the Summer Skates link to get your personalized koozies and shower shoes today. Passion, talent, development. NCAA hockey offers all that and its players graduate at a 93% rate. Trevor Zegras. And they score on the lacrosse move. Jake Gensel. before the NHL stage. Whether you're a fan or a player, nothing compares to college hockey. My goodness Visit collegehockeyinc.com and follow at College Hockey. At Behind the Mask, we know that players are always messing with their equipment and constantly need to borrow things like tape or need a new mouthpiece during the season. Point is that just because you are fully outfitted to start the season doesn't mean you're good for the year. Make sure that you are always supplied with all of the hockey accessories by visiting our stores or behindthemask.com. With an extra mouth guard, wheels and bearings for your inline skates, or extra rolls of tape for your stick, at Behind the Mask, we have all the little things that can make your time at the rink go smoother. Go to any of our three Valley locations or online at behindthemask.com. From the nation's best college hockey conference. Access exclusive on-demand content and watch more than 140 live games. Ready for you wherever you are, however you want to watch. On your phone, computer, or stream to your TV. Your favorite team is on nchc.tv. When you can't be there, be here. Subscribe now to watch the best in college hockey at nchc.tv. If it's nchc hockey, it's on nchc.tv. Question? Comment? Let us hear from you on our text message line at 
3772. All right. Welcome back in, hockey fans, to Analytics and Eyeballs. It's our Monday night show here on ITHSW Podcast, the quad pod of College Hockey Podcast. Scott Strandy with you tonight, podcasting from a parking lot in Chandler, Arizona. My co-host is always Paul Hornstein from that big, beautiful, bold, palatial estate on Long Island, New York. Um, Paul, everybody, I mean everyone, is dying for this one. They all want to know the Super 16. Um, <laughs> really? Um, that's it? Um? Uh, yeah, I, I mean, okay. I, I think I think my new grandson Carson is even waiting to hear this. Really? I, I think I think he's up. By the way, I thank you. I think he's up late, um, just waiting to hear the Super Sixteen because he wants to know who the real teams are that are going to make it into the uh, the NCAA tournament. So let's oh, get started. Well, first of all, if first of all, <laughs> as far as I know, I'm not a member of the committee. I should be. I know you should be. Nobody watches more hockey than you do. Uh, okay. I should be a member of the committee. Problem is, um, is you've got East Coast bias. That's very true. <laughs> Where did you go to school again? Um, I went to an East Merrimack? Coast school. <laughs> went to Arizona State, you know, that East Coast bastion. <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway. Harvard on the salt. Uh, does that count? <laughs> I, I don't love know what I'm it. asking. Uh, no, I don't think it counts. Uh, but anyway, let's let's go through these. Let's uh, let's see who we got. We've got uh, or Paul Ornstein has number one Quinnipiac at twenty six three and three. Number two, the Minnesota Golden Gophers at twenty three eight and one. He just does not want them on top, and I don't blame him because Quinnipiac uh, has twenty six wins and only three losses. Um, he's got the Denver Pioneers third at twenty four eight and zero. And he's got the Michigan Wolverines at 20, 10, and 2. Paul, how did you come up with 1 through 4? Um, I picked him out of a hat. <laughs> Lion sack, dude. Okay. Uh, you know, I mean, you know, it's just, it, 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 there's a clear separation. Um, I, I know people would probably fight me on there being separation um, after the first two spots and not quite. But, you know, with my East Coast bias, I think Denver <laughs> is suffering from, and this is not just, you know, just in terms of attention that they're getting. They're kind of suffering from yeah, you know, whatever. What have you done for us lately? Or, yeah, you know, we just, you know, sometimes you can be too good. And people kind of expect you to be in certain spots so you don't get that attention. Now, Fairbanks, obviously, being up in Alaska is not getting the attention they deserve from anybody. Except us. <laughs> well, yeah. Except us. And w once again, um, that team is gritty. That team has got a lot of guts. They were down 3 nothing on Saturday night against a team that usually doesn't fall apart like that in LIU. And that was on home ice. I think uh, Eric yeah. Largan had a few things to say. He probably did at some point. <laughs> Um, uh, is LIU the most talented team? No, but they usually, when they, I, I mean, that's a three goal lead. They got out three, nothing early. They don't usually score that many goals early. They and, don't normally score that many goals in a game. Do they? Well, that's two or three goals again. That's, you know, once again, uh, still, you know, setting up their team you know in another year or two uh i'm sure that the you know, expectations not, will get a little higher but yeah i'm not i'm not saying i'm just saying currently they they score about three goals a game i think yeah and i've just you know the way you know the just you know they just usually don't you know they usually don't give up those 
those leads, so to speak, like that. Uh, most teams don't really give up three goals. You know, okay. three goal leads. So, okay, so that's one through four. Um, you know, and um, but I mean, I think that those teams, and once again, you know, my East Coast bias. The I'm getting uh, to that. Can I do five through eight so we can talk about that? Okay, I'm just saying that <laughs> I think the top four are... They were oh, easy. Come on, yeah. you know it. They were easy. They were the right placement. So. The right number of wins, right number of losses. The uh, right number. One through four was good. Okay, um, East Coast bias sky. When yep. you've been hanging out in Boston and putting Boston University five after the way they've played the last couple of weekends... Yeah, I know, but they were higher before, so. So they're five. St. Cloud State, uh, I'm sorry, Boston University at 20, 10, and 0. St. Cloud State at 18, 9, and 3 is 6. Western Michigan, 21, 10, and 1. Boy, the hate mail is going to be coming in. Like, why is Western still 7 and not 5? Um, and uh, number eight is Michigan Tech at Boston. 21, 8, and 4. How about those texters? They're starting to play some really good hockey. Well, this might be the year that Minnesota State uh, or at least somebody in that conference is catching up to the Mavericks. Um, we'll see what happens. You know, uh, this weekend in, in that league, um, you know, more big games, and I guess you don't get any bigger than the battle between the first and second place teams, right? That's about as good as it gets. You know, now they are playing in uh, Mankato. So, uh, advantage Mavericks there. Um, you know, and, and, and the rest of the league is, you know, Bowling Green has is, is faltered a little bit lately. Um, but, you know, everybody's going to be looking at Mankato because there's uh, a two-point difference between first and second place. And... Uh, you know, both teams have been pretty consistent all year. Not going to argue that a bit. I've seen them both. Um, like them both. I think they're both solid hockey teams. Um, okay, so 9, 10, 11, and 12. Here we go. Harvard, 19, 6, and 2. Are they finally playing enough games for Paul Hornstein to like them? I, get it. I think so. And uh, 10 is Minnesota State, 20, 11, and 1. 11 is the other Mavericks, if you will, the Nebraska-Omaha Mavericks at 17, 10, and 3. And 12 is Cornell at 16, 9, and 2. Paul, how did you get 9 through 12? Well, I, I think that, uh, you know, Harvard hasn't really done anything to, 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 to dissipate, um, you know, the fact that they've earned being in that spot. Um, both Mavericks teams. Um, you know, Omaha has been quiet in the NCHC. You know, everybody's talking about Denver and Western and St. Cloud. Omaha's just been quietly doing their thing. Hey, do they have a goaltender in Omaha? It's pretty good. Yeah, he's okay. okay. And by the way, they're, you know, they're only one point out of second place in that league. Of course, St. Cloud's two points behind Omaha. So two, three, and four uh, are really tight in the NCHC. Uh you know, Western is playing at home against Denver this weekend. Omaha is hosting uh, St. Cloud. So, I mean, the top four teams are going at it with each other. You could see either a lot of changes or no changes in the standings. But there's going to be a lot coming down this weekend. It's going to be a big, big weekend. Okay. So here we go. The final four, 13, 14, 15, and 16. Here we go. Alaska Nanooks fans. Are you ready? Because you're number 13 at 18, 10, and 2. The Northeastern Huskies at 15, 10, and 5. Uh, I like the goaltender, by the way. A 15, Penn State at 19, 12, and 1. Overrated. And number 16, Merrimack, 18, 12, and 1. Um, not sure about them um, being in the 16 spot, but I'll take your word on it. Well, you know, you get to those last couple of spots and, you're just kind of looking for a little bit, you know, maybe some team is hotter than another team. Uh, maybe another team has been more consistent. 
Um, you know, does does that usually entail a little bit of recency bias? Yeah, probably. So, you know, and Merrimack's been a little up and down. And, but, you know, um, all those teams at the bottom have been kind of up and down. I mean, you could probably make a case for half a dozen teams in that 16 spot and 15 spots. Yeah, I'm not going to argue with you. You could probably make a case for none of them being there. Good point there, too. <laughs> and and I had to get 16, so. <laughs> so that's how it worked out, folks. He had to get 16. He got 16. We're happy about it. I think it's fantastic. I really do. And uh, people that are of the Nanooks, and that's one of the questions I'm ask uh, our friend, um, uh, our friend, <laughs> Johnny Sorensen. I'm already adopting him. I think he's my adopted son or something. Oh, uh, love that run, kid. Run, Johnny. Run. Love that kid. Run. Anyway, um, I'm going to ask him if he's ever seen a Nanook or or actually wrestled with one of them while he's been in Alaska. Anyway, we'll get into that on Wednesday. Okay, uh, here's what I'd like to do, Paul. Um, our good friend, uh, Joe Semptenfelter, um, texted you and me and said, hey, I missed Coach Powers' full uh, press conference on Friday night. Could you could you send it to me? I said, well, I was having problems getting it on my Twitter account because Elon uh, doesn't doesn't like to keep oh, he's nuts. giving me uh, – anyway, whatever. <laughs> so if, you, if it's okay with you, I'd like to play about eight minutes of Coach Powers after Friday night so, uh, so Joe can listen to it at least right. at some point in time. So here we go. Frank and complete games on this season? I mean, it's pretty close to there, right? I mean, I thought that the power play was really good. The, the energy was there. The week off really served us well. Um, you know, and the guys were fresh tonight. They were skating like they were fresh. That was good to see. You know, with as banged up as we've been and shorthanded as we've been through that 12-game stretch, um, they're tired, right? They're just, just short, short. We've been short benched. And getting Timmy back tonight gave us a huge shot in the arm. But um, I think we can be even better. Like, I, I, you know, I love how we – we played really happy for the, the Jacksons and, and Silly because they finally were able to finish. They've been generating so much and just not finishing, and, and they did tonight, so I'm really happy for them that it popped. Um, but I think we can be better. We can give up a lot less uh, chances, especially they're late in the third. It looked like uh, you guys were getting a lot more shots on net tonight than previous games. Yeah, it was. It, we, we shot volume was, was one of the points of emphasis, and, and it will be tomorrow. And um, So it was good to see the guys buy into that and just, just rip pucks. Speaking of the power play, it seems like the last couple uh, games, it's been it's been doing well. It's got a couple of goals and I think it looks like three today. Um, just speak on how it's been lately. Yeah, I mean, we we had two today, which is great. We had two up in Alaska, so it, it's coming back, right? Timmy back on it was huge. He he was you know he he had jump. You could tell he was excited to be back out there with his teammates, and we were excited to have him. Um, Como has been great for us in the back and we kept him back there. So those two guys, having those two guys out there, you know, gives us, you know, so much offense from the back end and, and the ability to put teams on their heels. And they did that tonight. And then it gets contagious, right? Then guys like Juddy and Sam are jumping into the play and, and Schmags and Merch. Merch had a goal tonight. You know, they're, they're throwing pucks on net. So it gets contagious. Timmy gives that confidence to our entire team when he's in. Just gonna say, get Timmy back. I mean, what does that mean for the team as a whole? And what did you see out of his game after? You know, well, he just—he just is so dynamic. You know, you know, we, we know how special he is, and we obviously have always known that. But when you lose him for ten games, you really feel it because he just, when he's on the ice, generally we have the puck, right? And he's dynamic, and again, he does some good things. And I think his second shift of the game, he went coast to coast and almost scored. So, um, you know, it was just really good to have him back. I know the guys really were excited, and it was good to see him come back and play so well in his first game back. Coach, the, um, the second line with Sillinger and the Jacksons, I mean, they were, you touched on it, they were really great tonight. Do you think that's a line combination that we can see more of down the stretch? Well, I mean, they've been together for, I think, six, seven, eight games now. So, you know, they've been, they've been together, and they, I've, I've kept them together because they have been generating. 
Um, they've been generating so many chances. And up in Alaska, Silly could have had four goals on Friday night. And, and their goalie just, you know, stole a few from him and played really well. And so, it, you know, he, he, he's really been um, generating. They all have. And, and tonight they had some pucks go in, and now he's at nine goals on the season and counting. So that's good. Coach, how do you reset after? I mean, Stephanie Felter, good night. I mean, they had some quality chances. They, they played good teams close, like you had said earlier. And, well, it was 8-2 tonight. I mean, they're going to come back hard tomorrow. So how do you kind of not let this big Well, they, they can score. Like, they, they've scored on everybody. I mean, they put up four on Minnesota. They put up, you know, I mean, they score, scored on everybody, right? So um, they, 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 they're, they're a little bit high risk reward, you know, in that regard. They like to get up and go. And so you have to manage pucks. And that's what I think we got away from a little bit in the last 10 minutes. Um, was managing pucks and staying above pucks and reloading and not giving them those those odd man opportunities. So we have to get back to that um, tomorrow. Yeah, uh, obviously, they can score. What did you think of how TJ played tonight and some of those spots where there was just constant pressure for a couple minutes? What, what did you think of him? He was awesome. You know, he's, he's been our rock all year and he'll continue to be. He was really good. It's just good to see him get a win, you know, and, and uh, we want to see him get get a handful more here as we, we close out the season. And do you think tonight could be the start of uh, just finally getting some of that puck luck that you've been harping on for the past couple weeks? Yeah, I mean, we just haven't had any. You know, I mean, it, it the first game in Alaska, and, and credit to Alaska, they're a hell of a team, but, I mean, when you when you, when you you go up and you, you double them in shots and you triple them in scoring chances and you have 60-40 possession time and you win 60% of your face-offs, and you lose that game two to one, you can play that game probably 20 times, you're going to win it 19. The way exact same way it was played, it just didn't go in for us that night. Um, and they're, they, you know, to that team, they're, they're just finding ways to win, right? So, um, so it, you know, games like that, the, the second RIT game, um, you know, didn't go our way when we felt like we all played them. So it was good to see that, that go our way tonight. And now hopefully, like you said, you know, we start getting rewarded and the hockey gods are finally on our side and we start getting some puck luck. Um, say it again, sorry. How'd you like the two freshmen down low with Lagerback and Alexander? How'd you feel like they played on the advantage tonight? Um, I thought they were good. I thought they were really good. I mean, I, at the end of the game, I threw Stibby out to try and get him a goal. You know, you're up 8-2, so I put him net front. And then I put Tucker Ness out in the other one to see if he could bang one home. And, um, you know, it didn't work out, but it was it was cool to see them get that opportunity. Coach Kessel has been up and down for you guys a lot last year. You've had a really good power, or penalty, excuse me, but it's been a lot of trips to the box. I, it, tonight seemed like you guys stayed out of the box a lot and you played a lot more five-on-five hockey. That's something you kind of talked about this week. And yeah, I mean, I think we, you know, I, I'd like the one that, that we took, I think Merch retaliated there at the end, but, but we, I thought we were really disciplined tonight, you know, and, and they're a big, strong, tough team. They, they, they take penalties because they play hard. You know, and, and I think he, you know, he's, he's a hell of a coach and he's okay with that, with how he coaches. He coaches them hard um, and they're big and, and that's how they play. So we knew we'd, we were probably going to get some chances on the power play tonight. And, and even the ones we didn't score on, we had some really good looks. It was sharp tonight. Coach, it seemed like you guys were playing noticeably more aggressive tonight. Uh, was that something you emphasized this week or? Yeah, I mean, the guys played hard. You know, it's something we emphasize every day. You know, it was just to compete and play hard and skate and finish checks and, um, stay above pucks tonight. We did it for the most part. You know, the last ten minutes, we we, we I think got away from it a little bit. Uh, but it's also tough to 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 do when you're up, you know, eight two, and um, guys start to get away from what's working. But but I thought we played the right way for about fifty minutes tonight and got rewarded. Coach, the last time I think you played these guys is twenty fifteen in a semifinal game at the ACHA level. What does that say? Yeah, it was a quarter. It was a quarterfinals. A quarterfinal. Okay. Close. Um, yeah, and we beat them, and uh, and uh, that was the last time. I, I have so much respect for their program. I have so much respect for Rick and, and Mark Abney and uh, what they've done. They, they have had a really, really good first year. Uh, you can tell by the way they play. They play to win. They don't play it just to, to um, not to lose, and, and they've had some really good wins this year. They've played some really good teams tight, and they're going to come back tomorrow and be a lot better, so we're going to have to be better. But they have uh, – They've, they, they've, I think, exceeded everybody's expectations but their own and what I had for them because I know how good of a coach he is. Any chance you play the Canadian anthem every game now? <laughs> eh, I'll think about it. <laughs> I'll think about it. We got us some goals tonight. Obviously, it was a pretty complete game, but do you think there's anything that, uh, that you're going to talk to the team about just trying to 
uh, adjust from today to tomorrow. Obviously, we're going to yeah, just better. continue to manage pucks and play the right way, right? Manage pucks, stay above pucks, good hard reloads. Um, you know, not giving them odd man opportunities, not letting them get out in transition because that's what they want to do. Um, so generally, when you play the right way, you get rewarded tonight. Our guys did. Anything else? Any update on injuries, copper, anything like that at all? I mean, what you see tonight is, is all we got. It's all we got. It's all we got to, to play. And, and uh, we got some really good players that are still out and they will probably be out for the year. And, and we just got to get through it. Thank you. Thanks. Appreciate it. All right. That was Coach Powers in its entirety. The press conference after Friday night's game, you could uh, hear the relief in his voice uh, as he likes to say the puck luck and the hockey gods finally rain down uh, on Sun Devil Hockey. Paul, uh, you being a Sun Devil alum, what did you take away from that? I don't know if you've heard it either, the entire thing, but uh, what did you think from what you heard? Well, listen, I mean, I think that when you've had trouble scoring goals or you've had trouble um locking things away and you get a big giant lead for the first time in a while. I think you play easy and you play free and you relax and the game the next night was, was much closer, but I, but you could see that they were playing a little bit more free and more relaxed uh, and, and we're not taking Lindenwood for granted. So I think that, uh, you know, th- those were the takeaways. Now we'll see. Um, I, I think this is obviously a big test this weekend coming up against Fairbanks. Um, I'm sure if you said something to people before the season started that, you know, that these two games would mean reverse from what it does, but, uh, we're going to see, I mean, you know, this is. The, the NCAA tournament starts now for Fairbanks, and 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 let's see what ASU does. I, I I am very interested in seeing how they react and how they play these games. I think they mean a lot, or they should mean a lot to both teams, in obviously different ways, but. You know, if you're ASU, you still want to finish 500. So that means you got to take at least one of these games, if not or one of these games this weekend. Yeah, you only got six left now. If you're you only Arizona have six State. left, right? And by the and way, they might have the most games of anybody in college hockey. They probably do. <laughs> um, but if you're going to finish 500, uh, that means 20 and 20, basically, or 19. And, well, you want to get to 20 wins, so that's five out of six. Or you have to get at least four. Four doesn't get you to 500. So you, you want to finish 500, you got to get five out of six. So let's see. Let, yeah. let's, let, this is uh, NCAA tournament time for Fairbanks and gut check time. Or, you know, see what you're made of for ASU time. Well, let me let me tell you what I took away um, from, from those comments. And um, number one is, uh, did anybody think that um, – the the teams the independent teams would be as good as they are um i mean you look at lindenwood they literally came on board in march of last year it hasn't even been a year and they're competing with the big boys at almost every level um then you look at at uh, arizona state which has quickly become um the big dog of the independents as you like to say and then you look at fairbanks and their resurgence and Anchorage and their resurgence and Lindenwood and Long Island, um, you know, are, are both teams that, you know, quite frankly, are, are still building. Well, yeah, but, you know, they're still playing every night. They, they come to play and they play hard and and you're, you're sitting there and if you don't come to play, you're going to get beat. So... And that's with most of these teams being in their first or second year or, you know, first, certainly first or second year of nor- normalcy after the pandemic. So, Okay, let me update people on the College Hockey West Independent Cup. Uh, Fairbanks, okay. six games played, five wins, one loss. Right. Um, Arizona State, four games played, two and two in the win-loss right. column. 
Right. Long Island has played four games. They're one and three. Um, Lindenwood has played two games. They are 0 and 2. Right. And Anchorage has yet to play, but they're going to start playing. <laughs> and yeah, they're going to well. play a lot of games in a short period of time coming up here very soon. They are 0-0-0. and So right now, as you would expect with the team that's trying to get in the NCAA tournament, Fairbanks has uh, got a little bit of a stranglehold on the College Hockey West Independent Cup. And on, another big weekend of games for the independents, if you will. Um, it, it, Fairbanks at Arizona State in the 24th. And then Fairbanks at Arizona State on the 25th. Anchorage will be at Long Island on the 25th. Anchorage will be at Long Island on the 26th. Yeah. And Anchorage yeah. will be again at Long Island on the 28th. Holy cow, Paul. What are they doing? Just hanging out at your palatial estate? Yeah, that's what they're doing. I'm going to check with Matt Chasby and find out if he's booked rooms for everybody in his party yeah, well, with you. Let's, let, yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, let's see. Maybe we'll <laughs> head out there. Yeah, of course, the Sunday game is a Sunday night game. So you got a podcast live from uh, Northwell? Um, I don't know. I don't know what kind <laughs> of signal I can get from there. <laughs> I know. I'm just giving you a bad time. But anyway. You know, um, maybe go to the Saturday afternoon game. I don't know. So there's uh, there's all kinds of good stuff. So we'll see what Anchorage has uh, going into this. They've been off for a long time now, so. They should be uh, fairly Fresh. healthy and refreshed yeah. and ready to go. So we'll see how that goes. They're they're going to play three against Long Island. They also have a game earlier um, before they start that Long Island stuff with uh, who the UConn. heck are they playing out East, Paul? I can't remember. UConn. UConn. Oh, my goodness. Uh, that's, I, oh I don't know where goodness. that game came from, but yeah. So UConn, UConn then three against Long Island all yeah. in a matter of a little over a week. Yeah, UConn better be careful. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, you better be ready because the uh, sea wolves will come up and bite you if they uh, yep. if they get the opportunity. Yep. Um, so that's what's going on with that. Like I said, I will check out and see if I get to the Spaghetti Shack. If I do get there tomorrow, I will let everybody know. Of course, it's media day tomorrow, media availability day for yeah. uh, Arizona State, so I'll get over there to that. Do you want to shout out Lindsay Ellis and the Arizona State women who uh, have accomplished something they had never done before? They won the West the WWCHL and are now advancing to Boston for the ACHA W1 national tournament. Yeah, so congratulations, congratulations to the Sun Devils and, the ladies. and congratulations, uh, yeah. Lindsay Ellis for getting it done. They played their yep. arch rival Grand Canyon to get there. And uh, wow, what what a game I guess it was. I, I didn't see it. It was in Colorado. Um, and I was in Arizona, by the way. Right. <laughs> so, but anyway, congratulations to the Lady Sun Devils for getting it done. Um, yep, congratulations. They've got a long flight from uh, Tempe, Arizona to Boston, I can tell you that. Oh, yeah. On, on St. Patty's weekend. Nice. Welcome. Nice. <laughs> say hello to Stephen Marsh. He'll be there. He'll be there for us. So when you nice. see him, say hello, Stephen. And, uh, hello, Stephen. <laughs> not you. Oh. Okay. I'm talking about everybody that goes to the ACHA tournament. So that'll be exciting tomorrow night. As I said, we had coach coach Brown from uh, Alaska Fairbanks is scheduled to join us before they leave for their morning flight from, and they got to love this. I mean, that's gotta be like a piece of cake for them, right? To go from Fairbanks to Tempe. Yeah. It's like two time zones or whatever. It's nothing big. It's you get on the plane, you fly straight South and you're there and, yeah, it's only a couple, and it's only like an hour or two time difference, right? Yeah, and when they get here, uh, only <laughs> when they get here, it's going to be uh, breezy and a little cooler than normal. It was a a balmy seventy seven today. I had to nice. you know take take off a jacket, yeah, because um, it was a little warm. But anyway, I turned the air conditioner on too in the car because it was a little steamy at times. <sighs> yeah, okay. How are things on the island? <laughs> I was pretty nice today. But 77? Not 77, no. 77 and sunny? Okay. Uh, no, not quite. No. Did I mention it's February 20th today? So. <laughs> From the Summer Skate Studios, Analytics and Eyeballs has been brought to you by Summer Skates. Whether you use your own name and number or that of your favorite player, show off your game and style with personalized shower shoes and koozies. See summerskates.com for more information. Does that answer your question? By the University of Central <laughs> Oklahoma. Two-time ACHA M1 champions and champions every day in the classroom at ucohockey.net and uco.edu. 
San Diego State University, the best of education, California College Hockey, and Lifestyle at sdsu.edu and sdsuhockey.com. Buy Behind the Mask and BehindTheMask.com. No one knows goalies needs better than we do. See the website for our Three Valley locations and more. Buy Jesse Ray's Barbecue at 5611 South Valley View Boulevard in Las Vegas or 308 North Boulder Highway in Henderson, where our food can be summed up in one word, perfection. Buy M-Drive, supplements to fuel and refine your drive at mdriveformen.com. Oklahoma University, join our 20th anniversary celebration. For schedule and ticket information, go to ouhockey.net. Buy Desert Toyota of Tucson. The right price, the right gimmick. No, no gimmicks, actually. No games. Just a great car and a great experience. Find us at deserttoyota.com or at 7150 East 22nd Street in Tucson. Jets Pizza. More than just great pizza, you'll love our wing sidekicks and more. Find a location near you at jetspizza.com. And buy Caesars Entertainment Resorts and Casinos, where the action is, from the Atlantic to the Pacific and around the world. And by College Hockey, Inc., your NCAA hockey resource. Analytics and eyeballs in all of the Ice Time Hockey West podcasts are live every week on the Podbean app and available for download wherever you get your podcasts from. Subscribe, rate, and review. ITHSW Podcasts, that's all one word, ITHSW Podcasts. Subscribe, rate, and review. Have your friends uh, find out about us easy way. Analytics and eyeballs from the Summer Skate Studios is a part of the IcetimeHockeyWest.com network. Very well done, my friend. As we wrap up another episode of Analytics and Eyeballs, I will give one more reminder. Tomorrow night we will have Coach Brown, the assistant uh, associate head coach, I believe, is his official title from the Alaska Fairbanks Nanooks before they board an aircraft on Wednesday morning to fly down here to Tempe, Arizona. Um, I will be here this weekend. I will be here on Wednesday to watch the Nanooks practice. Tomorrow I'll be at ASU's practice, and uh, we'll keep you up to date on what's going on, especially in the College Hockey West Independent Cup race. In addition to that, big games going on all around our, uh, our seven teams. We didn't even mention, this is the weekend Lindenwood is headed over to play u.s uh uh national team correct i believe so yeah okay so that's where lindenwood lions will be and then uh then they'll finish the season with two weeks in alaska so how's that rick's gonna be up in alaska and uh talk about anybody that might wrestle on that look i think rick zombo could do that well uh, listen uh, maybe you can get some of that ice fishing in <laughs> they do that in north dakota forget about the ice fishing up there yeah, but he's not in North Dakota. <laughs> I know, so he won't get any ice fishing done. At Might find some salmon or something. I don't know. Anyway, I don't well, know. We, di- we digress as usual. Uh, we'll say goodnight with a little uh, Roger Klein and the Peacemakers. Hello, New Day. Good night, everybody. Good night.